podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. What is going on, people? Welcome to a brand new episode of Pit Stop Fracker. I'm your host, Anik, and today I'm joined by Martin and Kwame to review the Qatar Grand Prix on a night where Lewis Hamilton has collected race win 102. Yes, 102. He's reduced the points gap to Max Verstappen to only eight points. And we're here to discuss the race itself, touch on the aftermath of the Brazilian Grand Prix and qualifying, of course. Um, let me quickly go to the pod veterans that are joining me. Kwame, how you keeping, bro? I'm good, bro. I'm good, bro. Massive veterans, you know. Hey, it feels like yesterday since you know we've kind of started this pod, but nah, I couldn't see it, bro. And yeah, the race today wasn't. It was an interesting one. It um exceeded my expectations of uh, what I thought Qatar was going to be, but I thought that's mainly because of the penalties and the ties. But we'll, we'll get into that later. Me talking away on mute there. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into that, of course, of course. And obviously, uh, Martin's in the house as well. Um, rocking the Alpine do rag, yeah. Is, is that why you chose in blue today? Nah, nah, we can never rep for Alpine, man. Not while that guy's there. Who? Who's that guy? Old man, the old man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he done well, all right, got, say, man. You got a spare, we did say, man. You got no. oh, yeah, he held no. off uh, Red Bulls. No, no, no. Was... no. no. Can't, right. can't respect anything. Can't respect that at all. Never, never. Hey, I mean, he finished. He, he finished a long way by Max Verstappen and uh, Hamilton. But yeah, look, we'll get into that. Let's get all the management stuff out of the way, guys. Um, yeah, this is our first ever YouTube live, so please continue with any comments that you're giving us. Uh, let's keep that chat flowing. No inappropriate comments, please. There could be a few people joining. And you, I know I know there's a few people, especially from the Pit Stop Fracker community, that want to get some stuff off their chest. Um, I'm looking at you, Kunle. Um, some, some of the stuff you've been saying recently in the chats got us going mad. Um, but yeah, regardless of that, if you're watching this back on YouTube, please make sure you give us a like, subscribe, comment under the video. If you're listening back on Apple and Spotify, give us a five-star rating. And a review always helps. Twitter, as ever, follow us at pitstopfracker. Um, yeah, get us in the comments, get us in the mentions. We love it so much. Um, keep that engagement, that banter, that conversation flowing. Uh, we're building a great F1 community uh, and long may it continue. Right. Management stuff out of the way, guys. Um, before we get into the race itself, I want to kind of touch on the aftermath of the uh, Brazilian Grand Prix. So we're all on a high. Well, Mercedes and Lewis Hamilton fans were on a high, you know, collected probably the greatest win of his career to date. Um, There was one little thing we were waiting for. We were waiting waiting for them to release the cut. When I say the cut, it's the front, front onboard footage of Max Verstappen's car as he headed into turn four. I think it was on lap 47. Um, He kind of ushered. Hamilton out the way as, as they were dicing for position. Um, Mercedes obviously viewed this as, as new evidence and substantial evidence, which gave them a right to review. Um, he lingered on, I think, I think past 
I think they discussed it on Thursday night. It lingered on. A decision was made on Friday after FP1. And hey-ho, Max got no penalty whatsoever. So, yeah, let me come to you, Martin. Uh, what were your thoughts on that? Expected. Um, yep. It was dragged out. It was expected. Um, it, it, it was Claire's day. I suppose everyone saw it. You, I mean, we. If everyone knew it from before the um, the footage was released, and drivers pre, drivers were saying you can't do that, you can't come, you can't push out a car out that far, can't, uh, miss completely, miss the apex. But I suppose, like as some, as people have been saying, the FIA don't like to go back on their decisions, do they? So if the stewards said stewards said they noted it, and they didn't feel like. Um, there was anything to add? What, what more can I say? I I really don't know. Um, yeah, brother, you're always one for for agendas and you know stirring up conspiracy theories, this, that, and the other. Just be honest with me, bro. Our FIA doing all they can for Max Verstappen and Red Bull to win this championship. Listen, well, I, I have a theory. It's not quite ready yet. But all it, all I know is there's Ferrari, Red Bull, and FIA co- collusion going on. They're all too buddy buddy for me at the moment. There's some collusion going on, <laughs> and we won't talk about it right now. You might have to drop it. You might have to drop it once Lewis dunks and then with number eight. But yeah, I, we, we might have to say that for a special one-off pod. But um, yeah, let me just quickly get your thoughts on it, Kwame. Um, do you think it's going to change the way in which? I mean, drivers did say after the incident that, you know, well, Leclerc turned around and said, look, he's going to change the way he drives. Do you reckon this is going to have an effect on drivers and the way in which they compete on track moving forward? Um, I don't think it'd be a significant amount. I mean, I think certain drivers might, you know, push the edge a bit more, but I don't think it'd be a significant Like, if it was, like, other drivers as well, Verstappen were doing it in, in, the, um, in the race that, that weekend, then possibly, but it's one off. It's just Max. I, I don't think it'd be that much of a difference. I feel like Max himself, though, he may push it more towards the edge with the coming um, races because he knows that, okay, cool, I'll go away with it. But that's in Brazil. When it comes to Saudi, when it comes to Abu Dhabi, then I'll push it. But the other drivers, like, you know, Leclerc, let's say, or, you know, Lando, I, I don't see it personally. But yeah, I feel like I agree with what Mark said, to be honest with you. Like, I'm not going to say too much in the case, but. It happened. They should have penalised him there, but they didn't, and they don't have to out or recall things. So, yeah. it is what it is, man. Um, that 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 guy though, Karen Horner, man, he was just he was frustrating me the whole weekend. I'll be honest with you, he's been frustrating me the whole weekend. I mean, he was complaining about um, Mercedes rear wing again, trying to suggest that they got something going on. Martin, again, I'm gonna to come to you on this, bro. Um, what would would you make of it? Is 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 that car illegal in your eyes? Have they turned up the engine? We, we know you told us they were gonna turn it up in in that Austria, car, but that car is definitely illegal. But I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> don't care about that. <laughs> I, I, I saw it in Mexico, and I'm like, that car's illegal. That car's illegal. But as Toto says, listen, it's if it passes all the tests. And it's within the regu in what he sees, what the regulations they're given, 
and he feels all those um all his specs and all the rare wings are within the regulations who might to argue with toto like that's for that that's for karen horner and the fia to find things wrong with it but as i said they they find a lot of pace from um they found a lot of pace. They turned the engines up. We heard um, them say that basically, like the reports from after Brazil, that the engine that Hamilton had wouldn't last for more than four races because of how high they're running it at the moment. And um, it's just that the um, that's why they even had sorry they had to change the engine from the one that he used in uh, was it Mexico. Because the one he had this weekend was the one he used in Mexico. So you can see they really have that. They're really trying to preserve as much that engine as much as they can because the final two um, races, the straight line speed you're going to need. And you, they're, going, they're going to need it because Abu Dhabi isn't going to be as clear cut as everyone thinks it, it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be a very tight race between him and Max. And they're going to need all the speed they can get. Um, I think Jeddah, and I suppose we'll talk about the tracker a little bit later, but I think Jeddah's a bit more of a slam dunk for Mercedes. But um, yeah, as I said, Abu Dhabi, they're going to need that. They're going to need everything they have, like, because I'm sure uh, Red Bull are even going to try and come with some upgrades as they love to do. It'll be interesting to see. Um, I personally think looking ahead, it's, we're going into two unknowns. That, that, that. That Jeddah track, you know, they, they only raced there on Sims. I don't know if they've, I don't even know if the fucking tarmac's down already there. Like, I, you know, I didn't even know if fans are going to be there. So that's that's an unknown. Number two, yeah, they've they've amended Abu Dhabi so much, so we just don't know. Yeah, I yeah. genuinely think we're going into the unknown. So I think with Jeddah, it's, though, it's anyone's it's guess. With Jeddah, it's a straight line speed, isn't it? Like you know, there's a lot of straights and uh, there's a lot of high speed corners. So exactly. The Merc is very good for the, those type of races. And it's kind of like back to Monza, where you have a Merc power car, you're going to do well. Like the Red Bull struggled at Monza a, a bit, and it will probably struggle a bit at Jeddah. And Horner knows that, and that's why he's so scared. He knows but, that. But you never know. But you never know. Like, it's a, it's a street circuit at the end of the day. Correct me if I'm wrong, it is a street circuit. And Azerbaijan, yeah, let's not forget that. It's a Let's street. Not it's not street. It's a street circuit. It's a, it, but it's basically its own circuit. There's no street about it. Yeah, there's but no so, about it. <laughs> yeah, but you never know. Like the the makeup of that circuit could be very similar to Azerbaijan. I mean, you just don't know. You, in my it's view, true. you genuinely don't know. But I'm going to quickly come to you, Kwame. Um, are Red Bull shitting themselves now? Based on that, do you reckon the fact oh. that they are deep in, they're always discussing? They, you know, this, Max is like touching the rear wing. They're just fucking complaining all the time, man. Like, are they shitting themselves? No, yeah, I, I think, yeah, no, I think they. Uh, I feel like um, Red Bull. I feel like they've kind of pulled their exits into the basket with uh, Abu Dhabi. And things with Abu Dhabi as well. It's only from what Mark says as well with Abu Dhabi. Like, even in the past, it's never been like a clear cut circuit. It's always been a circuit that's always been very tightly um, challenged. Um, Mercedes had their spells there, Red Bull had their spells there, Ferrari had their spells there. So, I, I don't know what's going on from that track. I thought they're gonna pull the eggs into our basket right now. You're seeing a lot of complaints, like again, Horner getting you know sent to the stands. 
because of him complaining about the WM flag, which was <laughs> made no sense because Gasly, he uh, was he, he had the punch, I believe, on the um in the qualifying. Yeah. And nothing you can do, you know, it's his tire went, he pushed a bit too hard and he was on the track, so they're gonna have a yellow flag. Unluckily for Max, he was behind Gasly, so his lap got impacted. But even then, he was still um, lapping faster than his previous lap anyway. So it wouldn't have made a difference. But these times, you're still complaining to the stewards. What, what do you call them? You call them um, rogue marshals. Rogue marshals. Like rogue marshals. It's I just... don't need to talk. Um, the, the ring as well with uh, Max. I feel like he lost his head there. There was no need for him to touch it. There was no need for him to touch it. But we just look at it and then keep moving. Matt, he touched it and he, he ruined himself. So, yeah, I feel like they are panicking a bit. Not not panicking, like worrying, but I feel like they've been a bit weary um, of Merck's um, somehow faster um, car. Like we talked about the GC, we don't know where it came from. The wings somehow is heavier, but it's faster. The engine's a bit faster, but not as faster to close the gap as it's been. So, yeah. Anyway, sorry, I do want to add about the wing as well. Like, what is he even talk? What is Horner even talking about? That like, FIA I, had I the have... wing for a week. Like they've had that wing for like how many? How long? And if they if they obviously would check it, they probably gone through it. They can see every detail of it. So what is he talking about? It doesn't make sense. It really doesn't make sense. The guy's just he he frustrates me so much. He annoys me. I don't like him. I really don't like him. You know what I reckon they're trying to do? They're just trying to poke holes in that Mercedes, trying to find something wrong with it. And if they try and get that, they're probably looking for anything. If they find the FIA to investigate one part, they might find I don't know, something wrong with the engine or the sideboard or the floor or the fucking front wing. Look, I have a feeling it's obvious that to see that they're, they're just trying every trick in the book here now. Literally, I have a feeling this championship isn't going to be done in Abu Dhabi. It's going to go long after that. I have a feeling that Horner is going to try to find something. He's going to try to find something. It was interesting because actually after the race, they interviewed Toto and they said, look, uh, I think Damon Hill asked him the question, said, you know, if, you know, hypothetically speaking, if you do lose a championship, how would you react? And Toto basically just said, look, at the end of the day, the team who gets the most points wins the constructors, the driver gets the most points wins the championship. He basically suggested, "We'll we'll, we'll have a couple of sleepless nights, we'll dust ourselves down and we'll go again next year. Something tells me if the shoe is on the other foot and Max doesn't end up winning and Mercedes end up winning the constructors, these Red Bull boys will be arguing long into the oh, winter, facts. complaining, complaining, because, complaining. Bro, they put everything into this year because they know that obviously um, Honda Honda's going to leave after this year. So they know that engine freeze, they can't do as much work. Yes, they're going to bring new guys in. Yes, they're doing whatever, but this is this is pretty much a make or break for them. And next year as well, we're going to some changes. No Ferrari, they're putting money in. With no McLaren, they're putting money in. Even Aston Martin, you know they're going to put money in. Be careful you know, of Ferrari next year. I'm telling you now, no, be careful of Ferrari. I think they're scared because they feel like now, next season, this is the last chance. I feel like they're, they're, they're not the last chance, but their best chance of winning a championship with Max. I mean, um, let's 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 quickly touch on on the final part of qualifying. Then, um, obviously, Lewis was able to to stick it on pole, half a second clear of the second place man at the time, which was Max Verstappen. However, as you touched on, Kwame uh, Pierre Gasly and got a puncher. I think as he came out of the final couple of corners, he was therefore held up on the pit straight. As a result, they were waving yellow flags, uh, to which Carlos Sainz, Valtteri Bottas, and Max Verstappen didn't obey. 
they were basically pushed further back on the grid, which resulted in, I think, Bottas started... No, I'm doing this in a crazy order. Verstappen ended up starting P7, Bottas P6. Who was P5? Sainz was P5. I don't know who was P4. Alonso was P3. Gazi was P2. Hamilton P1. Um, and yeah, let's just talk about the next big thing that happened in the race. And it, I mean, we can't hide from it. Alonso had a fantastic race and, and Alpine had a fantastic race, you know, Start coming off the line. Alonso was dicing with Gasly. I think he was able to get ahead of him. And then, you know, he was able to, to, to make those hard tyres last right, right up until the end of the race. He ended up coming third. Ocon came P5. Talk to me about Alonso, Kwame. Uh, um, he had a good race. He had a good race. I mean, he um one of the only few people to um utilize the uh, one stop strategy that actually worked out in his favor. We saw Russell try the one stop uh strategy puncher, Bottas, who went over the kind of recommended uh lap limit of 30 going to 34. Um, punch puncher, um, Norris as well, puncher. Like a lot of these guys are getting punches, um, but. Give, give it to Alonso's credit, he was uh, very uh, cool and composed. He didn't drop down the field as well, unlike uh, Pierre Gasly, who I think we're going to talk, you talk about after. I can't like us this weekend, but yeah, I feel like they're, they're well, we've we got to speak about Alpha Tauri, man. Yes, starting P10 and finishing what? Where did he no, finish? P2, bro, P11? And dropped down to P11. Oh, sorry, P2, and he started 11. like, yeah, he ended up like P11 or something. Yeah, P11. Not good for them, but no, we'll talk about Gasly later. But yeah, I mean, their qualifying pace was good. Um, Obviously, to get helped out by uh, Max and uh, Bottas dropping down. We, uh, Max, yeah. We might talk about Bottas and Perez, but he just did what he needed to do. He kept a clean race. He didn't push over the tyres. He just... He, and he defended well. He didn't defend well, but he joined... The, the pit stop was, I feel like, the key aspect. I feel like Perez went a bit too early, um, which gave Alonso a, um, a bigger gap. And then he just stayed composed and he did his thing. And even then, Perez, you know... Even though Perez passed Ocon on the one lap, Norris had his tie issues. He still didn't catch up with Lonzo, so it just goes to show how good Lonzo's lap pace was this uh, race. Yeah, he, he was lightning quick at the start, Lonzo. To be fair, and why is <laughs> these comments are crazy, man? This is why YouTube Live is very risky. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can see the comments, but yeah, um, Nathan, we love you on the pod, brother. We love you on the pod. Um, but yeah, I think coming on to Alonso at the start, he yeah, he nailed it. Um, it was the the, the L plan, and he literally I think what well, wasn't even like telling Ocon to, to defend like a lion or something against yeah, Perez. It, it was, was quite funny as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, it was good. Um, but honestly, what from what I could see, especially in Alonso manager managing managing those tires, it was fantastic because I don't know if you guys seen, but if you look on like the replays of a tire before it bursts, it goes really slow. And on the last couple of laps, his front left, if you watch it back, it was like literally on the verge of like, you know, exploding the same way it happened to Bottas, Latifi and co. Um, but yeah, Martin, I want to get your thoughts on Alonso as well and, and no, Alpine no. in general. No, you don't need my thoughts on Alonso. Well done. He, he did what you had to do in it. But I don't care. Ocon drove well though. And um, I think Ocon is, is he's finally done something. He hasn't done anything for a while. He's got a new contract, and I think he only what since the contract he had the what the win, and then nothing else like really. 
he was kind of just falling down the pack. And you know what? It's really nice to see um, him actually have a good race for once. So I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. The future, future that he could, he has the potential to be a future Mercedes driver um, if they're still good in a couple of years. So, well done, Ocon. So if so, okay. So I want, I want to ask you one, one, one last question on Alonso. Mind if uh, Perez didn't, if Perez, you know, didn't pit again, and Bottas had tires, would we would be sat him. here? They would have both dunked on him. All right, cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> brother, oh, yeah, you got, you got to give him his pops. What was it? Is his first podium in what 104 races or something? Exactly. Um, Unbelievable. Your L Seven plan years. In the train. I don't. I don't care about your L plan, Alonso. Go away. <laughs> All I'm seeing is L plan on a TL. L plan. L plan. What is this? What is? I actually don't know what L plan is. I'm I seeing it in the comments as well. I just. I'm just. I'm just saying L plan just for the sake. Yeah, of, Matt, I don't know what Matt, the plan Matt. was. Comment. Comment down below. Can someone? Can someone in the comments tell us what what L plan means or, or what it stands for? We're, we're out here like kind of wondering what it what it means, but um. It was it was a plan of some sort. I mean, he ended up coming third. Alpine, um, yeah, third and fifth, good set of points. They really did dunk on Alpha Tauri this weekend, though. Um, let's talk about Gasly, man, because like for a guy that started P two, uh, and did we just say he ended up when he come P eleven? Yeah, that's not good, man. That's not good. Um, do you reckon it was just a case of like his tyres not lasting and him having to eventually doing the two-stopper and yeah, just not working out for him? Bad strategy. Talk to me, call me. Oh, well, I don't even know what happened to an after because listen, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 you know, Alpha Kwame, as they're saying it. So I've tied my team out, you know, on early. Um, and qualifying, they did very well. You know what? What? You know, what? P2, I believe P5 for Yuki. Um, they I thought they were going to be fine. The Alpines, yeah, opponents, but but I don't know. I still don't know what happened. I don't know if it's the lack of race pace for them. I know Gally had some issues at the beginning of the race that made him drop down. Um, and he just struggled to recover, but it just wasn't their race weekend at all. I feel like the strategies, Masters, I feel like Masters got a point when he said on the trail. I feel like none of the teams really had a good strategy this weekend. Everyone just survives because they just came. You know, it's just their first um, race here, so everyone just on vibes. Even Alpine bus case, Mercedes, now nah, they do Alpine bus case, but that's it. So I, I don't know what happened to Avatari. Like I, I just saw they just dropped down, and they just. I think it's just race pace and strategy to be honest with you, because it was both Gasly and Yuki, not just Gasly, not just Yuki, both of them as a team. So I feel like that's what the issue was. They, it's, it's not. They paid them too early, isn't it? It, that's what yeah, straight away. Yeah, Gasly was just put straight away. Yeah, because they started on softs and then yeah. um Gasly ended up going on news mediums at yeah. the end. So it's, yeah. it was it, it, I, I just yeah, like like I said earlier, like all the teams they had bad strategy, but I feel like Alpha Tyrese was just the worst. They they didn't know what they were doing, and I, I know it's hard when you're going to a new track and you have to um you have to figure out how, how what's the strategy because you have nothing to base it on. Like it's not, and there was no support races either, so it's not like you had the support races to where you could even get a little bit of data from. <clears throat> it was just like they they had no idea, no idea at all. And I felt I kind of felt sorry for like Gasly and Yuki because 
I, I think even Gassi was a bit, a bit frustrated with it at the end at the end of the race. He was pissed off, man. He was pissed yeah, off. Yeah, he was mad and really. Yeah, but he was. I, I don't know if those fucking rumors are true, yeah. But he's been. He's he's been he's been in Twitter as well, jumping in spaces <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> That's why he was down. He was, he was the first after the race. Game, he's man. down he, bad. He, he was down bad. He, he was down bad. <laughs> no, no, not a good weekend for for Alpha Tauri. Um, yeah, man. I can't say Tauri think... as well. Well, real quick though, like Alpha Tauri though, like it's kind of been happening though, like not as bad, but like they've been qualifying very high, especially Gasly and the top six, and then they kind of drift off. <laughs> this richest guy, man, and then he drifted off to like the mid or towards the end of the points. I've noticed that we, I've noticed that like, their qualifying has been better than their race, and I think this one because it's such a drastic from second to outside of points. I feel like we've now started to notice it, but yeah, and that there was so much made of it this week as well, like of Alpha Tari versus Alpine, and like it was like we were we were, we always bombarded with McLaren versus Ferrari, which no one cares about. Um, and then you've got like, so now we had Alfin versus Alpha Tari, and they were, they were just making so much a big thing. And then Alpha Tari just choked on the day that they, mm. they forgot their like lines. They bottled it. They bottled it. Well, so like Alpine, they, were, they were fighting Aston Martin at the beginning of the season. And Aston Martin was just ahead of Williams and uh, Alpha Mayo. And like Alpine, Alpha Tari were kind of middle, and then you had the McLaren and Ferrari. So now Alpine have actually, I'm going to give it to them, to they've improved. Now they're Slowly, it seemed like they're working their way up past the Mitchells because now they're ahead of Avatar. So, I've got to give to them. Yeah, look, what, whatever it is, it seems like, yeah, they've got that fifth position now sorted. They're what 25 points ahead, yeah, 25 points. Clear. So, yeah, obviously, the race win as well in Hungary all contributes to that. So, yeah, look, fair enough. Um, thank you, F1, for, for bringing up this this battle between the two. But it seemed like, yeah, Alpine got the job done um, in Qatar and probably rest of the year. They probably got that P5 secured. Um, the race itself, though, guys, um, Hamilton got off the start and literally controlled it from there. Verstappen battled from P7 up to P2, I think, after a few laps. Um, oh, yeah, let's talk about how Gasly also went wide on like, the first couple of laps, <laughs> conveniently, to let Max through. Um, but yeah, that, that that didn't surprise me one bit. But yeah, Verstappen battled back. Um, but yeah, Hamilton just seemed to to seal it off. But th this yeah, the the second drivers. Yeah, I want to talk about them as well, like Perez and and Bottas. Let's oh, let's 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 just talk about Bottas because you know I think he was down in P eleven after the first couple of laps. And he's just slowly slowly battling his way through. Toto jumped on the radio, told him, "Yo, put your foot down now," because. You know, you, you, you're, you're fucking slowing up here. Is he not embarrassed uh, that your man has to that, that was shocking and tell you pick it up, speed up? Yeah. <laughs> literally, literally told Listen, him, bro, speed it up. If it were if it weren't for the um, if it weren't for um, the Merck strategy um, bottling it today, yeah, that guy, that guy should have been sent to the Hague for that the crimes he was committing on that track. It was appalling. He was like stuck behind Stroll. I was just watching it. I was obviously more focused on what was going up top, but I was just watching the timing screen. I was like, he's not even getting close. He's not even getting fucking close. I was driving like he was on the South Circular, just driving like a Sunday drive on the South Circular. Average speed zone. Exactly, bro. 
<laughs> right, he's scared to go. He's scared to go into you, Les, man. That's what it is. <laughs> he's, 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 he's a shook to go into you, Les. That's what it is. Um, but I think with with Bottas, I think after the first round of pit stops are made, he decided to to continue on track um, on those medium tires, which eventually exploded on him. Unfortunately, um, hate to see that happen to a driver. Uh, I really mean it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, do you reckon that was? Do you reckon as a driver he should have called that, or do you reckon it's Mercedes' fault in that instance? Uh, for me personally, I feel like when it comes to strategies, it's on the team because they've got the information to put all there, so they should communicate to the driver and tell them, okay, this you, we feel like the the tire is going to go this lap, pit in, and then if the drivers feel like they can overall them, then call say it. But if not, just follow the pit wall because they've got more information than you do on your wheel. But at the same time, again, if I'm not sure there was um, bosses complaining about vibrations. I don't think it was, or if not, it was very small. But if there was that like, issue with the tyres, then he should have said and should have told his team the issue. Because I feel like it was very avoidable because he over pushed, you went over, you went over the lifespan of the tyres by four laps. So he's yeah, I think, yeah, I think it blew on 35. Pirelli said it had 30, yeah. lap, uh, 30, 30 laps. Toto came on the radio. Uh, no, not on the radio toto came on afterwards and said they saw no indications on their sensors just a minor vibration and then all yeah. of a sudden it went bang which latifi i don't know whether said, to believe that or not latifi said the same thing as well he said when his um tire blew he said he had um no vibrations and he just like didn't expect it at all um so it's probably just as i said you haven't raced there so the information they had was very limited but you can't really put that one on Bottas. I know, I know someone tried to put um, it on Bottas. Don't say, say <laughs> I would say no days, but Bottas is number one hater. Try to put him, uh, put it on him, but I don't really think you can put it on him. Um, so I'd about to say as well, as well, like on the track as well. Um, they were saying in the practice, not be qualifying. Um, there was a lot of like marbles, I believe, on the on the curb, which was causing a lot of um issues for like vibrations and whatnot. So. As that's being picked up on the track, that's going to cause a lot of issues. And like you said as well, it wasn't just put as that issue. It was a T3. The, you know, those other drivers, those Gasly, those other drivers who were causing issues. So, yeah, it's just, I feel, I feel like it's just, it's, it's just a track where the issue was and the tyres. Bad mixture. Yeah. Low punches. We've seen before in Silverstone, for example. So it also affected Perez as well. Um, that was, come on, guys, pretty stupid. Red Bull to bring him in, right? For another pit stop. He had to then fight his way through, I don't know, Ocon, Stroll, Science. I don't know. He had to fight his way through like three or four cars before he even, even got close to Alonso. Oh, and Norris as well. Yeah, he had to fight through. Was it Norris? I don't know. Yeah, he had to fight Norris. through like some guys before he got. Norris, yeah. Norris, Norris, yeah. He, he, he had issue punch as well. So. Yeah. So not, not good at all for, for the second drivers. And it didn't really help him. Um, as it probably should have, because Red Bull could have got a bit more points. I think the gap now in the constructors is six points, isn't it, between Red Bull and Mercedes? No, it's not. Yeah, it's five points between Red Bull and Mercedes. So, yeah. Um, let me come to you, Martin. Do you reckon that? Do you reckon that that, that was definitely a strategic error from Red Bull? Yeah. Perez? <clears throat> yeah, I think it was. Just, I mean, Perez didn't get off to the great. Did he get off to a great start? I can't remember the start from him. Um, but you know what? As much as I want to say it was a um, um, Red Bull messing up, 
we have to go back to qualifying. And like we bring this up every we, single time, week. Time. He didn't he was on soft and didn't make it to Q3. That's on you, buddy. I'm sorry, that is on you. I listen That's on you, buddy. I I I'm I'm a Checo fan. I like Checo, yeah. I mean it's hard for him to watch him at Red Bull this season, but it is what it is. He we have to get paid in it. Sometimes we have to do what we got to do. It is what it is. But like to not make it into Q3, that's a disgrace. That is actually a disgrace. And then you 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 pay for it. If he qualified better on the Saturday, he wouldn't have been in a position that he was in. And even if Red Bull pitted him, they would have had a different strategy for him to be pitting because he would have been higher up. But that th- he he didn't give him he didn't give himself that option. He made it hard for himself, and now he's he's just paying for it. Yeah, not not good at all. I'll be honest with you, not good at all, especially for for Red Bull. Man, this this title battle is like literally set up perfectly now. And, <laughs> well, I'm I'm actually going to concentrate with these fucking YouTube comments, man. They're just they're just making me laugh. Um, but an, another guy that was affected by the tires as well, which kind of affected the constructors' battle, was was Lando Norris. Um. He was doing all right in the race. I think he was P5. He was about to, you know, extend his advantage over Leclerc, which I, as a Ferrari and Leclerc fan, was keeping very close tabs on. However, it eventually transpired that Ferrari finished eighth and ninth, therefore extending their lead in the Constructors' Championship to McLaren. And Leclerc closing the gap to Norris for P5 to only one point. Again, this is a big opportunity miss for McLaren, right? They got smoked this weekend. They got smoked this weekend. Um, I think Ferrari. You can see from even even a free free practice that the McLarens and Ferrari were not doing great this weekend. I don't know why. And Alpine were just ridiculously quick. and Alpha Tari as well. They were really, really quick. I, yeah. So I don't know what happened this weekend. Is that they've done a switcheroo? But Ricardo, Ricardo. Hey, let's Ricardo. speak about switcheroo then. The 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 honey badger himself. That's this native to Qatar. Bro, he's never he's never leaving the fraud list. He's never leaving that list. Right, he's, he's never leaving he that was list. Terrible. Twelve. Yeah, I mean, they make it past. They get to Q3 for qualifying. I think and he was averaging like two seconds a lap slower than everyone, yeah. than the front yeah. runners. It wasn't good at all, man. I don't know what's happened. I don't know what's happened to McLaren. Like this race again, they were just poor. No, he there. I mean, like the Lando, you know, he, he did climb his way. Actually, he would climb. Lando was, you know, there or there about until the whole, you know, tight situation. But yeah, it's just being poor. You can. I don't know what's happened to Lando. I feel like since Russia, I I don't know what's happened to the guy. But something's happening because. The car hasn't dropped off that that slowly since, like, okay, Ricardo's been poor all year, except for his, his W in uh, W Monza. But other than that, like... Ricardo I, I, has one good performance a year. He has one good performance a year. He did it at Renault last year, and he done, he's doing it at McLaren this year. The guy is a wash driver, and I've been saying this for a long time now. He's a wash driver. He ran away from Max Verstappen. And ever since then, his career has just gone downhill. He's just plummeted. That like, boom, he's watched. He got. How can you? And he's getting paid so much. 
these comments these comments are just <laughs> oh he, he's horrid he's a hor- he's a horrific driver like listen Lando's had a well, I think since uh Monza Lando's picked up I think 21 points or something like that <laughs> um and Ricardo hasn't even managed to um overtake Lando yet and you're both in the same car I, you are you can call it new car tax all you want the guy is washed I do not ex- I expect a lot lot better from someone like from like Ricardo dumb honey badger me, me personally, I'm not gonna be as harsh on Ricardo as much. I feel like, uh, um, Renault again, his first season, his 2019 season was poor. Then, like you said, I said 2020 picked up and he got multiple problems. I don't know, I wasn't expecting this year. He says flashes of brilliance, but it's not been great. But I can't, this year, he, he, he just run, he's running on personality and vibes. I, I, I can't lie. Yeah. I, I, I expect Ricardo to drive his son as well. You know, the same guy who done better than better last season, the same guy he was pushing, um, Max. I would rebel drivers is to be the best one, best Kroger setting driver. Um, Renault, yeah, okay, cool. He did get him up to where they are now, but I'm a clown. I don't know what's happening. I don't know if it's the team's not being built around him, the team's being geared around more to Orlando. I don't know if it's new car, apparently, it's hard to drive. It could possibly be his last contract. So I don't, even he himself said this is like he sees it as his last team. We don't see where else he can go. And he's been everywhere else on the grid, really. like ever us be a side move step i doubt him going ferrari or mercedes so he's gonna go be a i mean i just don't think i personally just don't think he's you know he's got that win at monza yeah fair enough the comments are saying that as well like he, he got that win at monza fair enough yeah like it was a great race you know he got p1 lando got p2 but guys it is a crunch battle, you know, for P3 and the championship. Yeah, they, they, they're both gunning for that. Yeah, both Ferrari and McLaren are gunning for that. It's it's an exciting battle. I just don't know. On reflection, it just seems to me like Norris is the one, you know, literally dragging that team through. And Norris is still a he very is. young driver, yeah, who's, who's plying his trade in, in, in the world of Formula One, you know. And it's unfortunate not to get that race win at, Austria, at Russia. But if before the race, bruv, Danny Rick is talking about honey badgers and shit. In like the press conference, in the pre pre race fucking interviews and shit, like I don't want to be hearing that. Especially if I'm if if I'm a McLaren fan, I don't want to be hearing that. I want to hear about, oh yeah, look, we want to do damage this weekend. We want to make sure we get as much points as possible. Like the guys just vibes, man. The issue is guys just vibes, and he just needs to step up because he needs to step up. that's the issue. You're not gonna get that, you know. I'm on the race now. You're gonna get <laughs> laughing and joking from Danny Rick. Yeah. Even Lando, even Lando this season said to he said at the beginning of um interview, he said, No more Mr. Guy, no more Mr. Nice Guy now. I'm being serious. You see his persona, he's kind of he's matured, he's kind of fixed up now. He still does his trick thing, but he's no longer on the jokes of banter as he was when he was there with like science, for example, in the first two seasons. So Whew. anyway, yeah, look, that, that battle goes on. Um Fry got eighth for ninth today. Leclerc, what he started eleventh, twelfth. It was okay. Probably could have been better for him. Science fell away. Not good um, for him. On reflection, the Ferrari collected points, but everyone was saying that it's going to be a whitewash, and you know they've they've got this P3 and the constructors, you know, nailed on. Um, what's your thoughts on Ferrari going to the final two races, Martin? Um, I expect them to have a good race at Jeddah. Um, I don't Are know you expecting about... a race win 
I mean, a few people expecting Ferrari to get a race win somewhere. Along I'm not, the line. I, I said, I said this. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they won the race, but I don't expect, I don't expect them to win the race. I wouldn't be surprised though. Like, if, for example, Hamilton, um, God forbid, um, something happens and he can't finish first, um, I expect probably one of the Ferraris will probably be there to sweep it up. Um, because uh, they got some great straight line speed as well, but yeah, I don't. I think it might be Signs. Signs. He's been the better driver this season. I think more podiums, four two, Leclerc's one, and he's like. I mean, Leclerc might have more points on him because they're more consistent, higher finishes. But I just feel like Signs is um just showing a little bit more in the Ferrari this this year. I don't. I I feel like Leclerc's been a bit of a disappointment. I can't lie. Uh, this, this year hmm don't like that bro I don't like you slandering my my, my generational okay. talent Leclerc um might have to remove you from the stream Let's see how do we do that <laughs> I'm only playing bro um nah in, in all honesty I was actually expecting more from Leclerc because I think we saw even in the speed traps and the sector times he was doing really well in FP3 so I expected a bit more from him. Um, fair enough, like, you know, he collected points, he closed the gap to Lando, but I was actually expecting a bit more from him. Um, nice comment from Nam. Lewis won't let Ferrari win anything. He needs Jeddah. Speaking of Jeddah, uh, we might just turn our attentions to there, guys. Uh, turn our attention to there, guys. Um, what do you guys make of it? So we were touching it earlier. It's a sim, sim track. I personally think it's a street circuit. We're going into the unknown. I don't think Mercedes hold an advantage there. I literally think it's going to be 50-50. Let me come to you, Martin. What do you reckon? Any Everyone involved in making that track needs to be put in prison because there's some human rights violations gone on there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, if you see, they released pictures of what they're a month ago. like at the moment. And a month ago, it was not like that. They didn't even have tarmac down. Um, I was watching wait. some some preview at the Grand Prix. The guy was going through, yeah. He must have like spent about five minutes discussing the track. And he was like, oh, this is only turn 10 of like 27. The, guy, the track has 27 corners, turns on it. It's like windy and washy. And then it just got a couple of straights. And I don't know. Yeah. As, as, as Richard said, it is a banter circuit, but. It's there. They got a race there. Let's yeah. see what happens. Yeah, but no, it should, it, I think I think I think it'll be a good race. Um, I think overall, like I expected um, Qatar to be a bit of a procession, and it wasn't. Um, we got some nice overtaking and stuff. And I feel like Saudi will be similar. You get a lot overtaking. The car, the cars are going to be a lot quicker. Um, yeah, and I expect it to be. A, it's, it sounds by it, and the simulation is just a very fast, fast track. So, could be something similar to Brazil. Could we could get something similar to Brazil? Do you reckon Mercedes are going to put that power, power new power, oh, yeah. the Brazilian oh, power definitely. unit in this one? Oh, almost yeah. definitely. They they they're turning that up, where they're turning that up. Yeah. Yeah, you 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 told us after Spa was turning up. Last time you said it, it didn't Listen, work out. 
They, they it, listen, as I said, I'm not responsible for what um, happens on the racetrack. But as far <laughs> as I know, I was, what, 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 what happened in Spa? It got washed out. So you can't even say that that we know what happened in uh, Monza with Bottas. They turned the engines up. It's not my fault that Hamilton got stuck in a DRS train um, between um, the McLarens. And then what, who, what happened? Um, <laughs> the McLarens and then he got crashed by Max Verstappen. Not my fault. That was again on Mercedes with a dumb strategy calls. And then after that, I mean, the only disappointing race they've had this in this since then is it's Kota. Like we would, mm-hmm. where we, everyone just genuinely shot that the Verstappen won. But yeah, man, they've been they turned that they turned that en, engine up. Yeah, they turned it. They definitely turned it up. Um, I was not eight races off Richards. <laughs> it was only I told you, they turned it up at Monza. They turned it up at Monza. Yeah, you saw how Valtteri just went through the track. <laughs> I suppose better late than never. Um, sets us up perfectly for the end of the season. Um, Kwame Brundle putting on your your technical aerodynamic hat. How do you see that Jeddah circuit being for the drivers? Uh, it's going to be a high speed, um, it's, um, high speed. Um, obviously, because the street circuit is going to be quite flat as well. And uh, high corner is going to be your typical street circuit, um, like these guys said, the beat set Baku. Um, uh, it does remind me of sector three of Baku. Um, I feel like there'll be some some crash. I, I thought I, I could predict a crash happening as well because obviously it's a, it's a it's a street circuit, so it's going to be quite technical, <clears throat> as a pin. Um, but no, I feel like yeah, like these guys said, everyone said, I, I feel like this is up Mercedes Alley. I feel like Mercedes, um, again, these fast, um. High speed corners are going to be geared up towards them. Um, and also, with obviously now their um, update update on the wings as well, they're going to be even more faster. It'd be interesting to see how the engines work out. Um, I'm seeing rumors that there might be an, another upgrade in, for, for Saudi and uh, Mercedes, but I, I don't know. I don't really trust that. Mercedes bring another upgrade. Are <laughs> <laughs> trying to take the piss or something? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, to be honest, <laughs> my question as well with the uh, tires, it depends on Pirelli philosophy. It Pirelli should learn the mistakes from Baku. Obviously, I believe they did in Monza, so it should be Gucci, but it all depends on Pirelli if they do be them with Domino, the C1 to C5 type. It. Yeah, <laughs> wow, these, these comments are just they're, they're, they're actually hilarious. Are you and the good, man. <laughs> Mate, we might have to, you know, we might have to make this a regular thing doing YouTube lives. It's yeah. been good fun. I'll be honest with you. It's been good Alex, fun. It's been, been a good doors, vibe. Bang your casual, doors, Bang your doors. Casual um, Sunday evening F1 chat. That's all. That's all I'm going to call it. Um, but yeah, guys, I suppose on that note, we should probably leave it there. Um, it's been a great race. Down to eight points in the title battle. No driver of the day. Doing driver of the day, driver of the day, Mazepin. I thought we touched on that, bro. Driver of the day is Alonso. No. You don't want to talk about Alonso. Like, no. Yet, yet no, you're rocking a blue dude. Driver of the day, Lance Stroll. What a Lance Stroll. Didn't commit Honorable mention to Lance Stroll. It's not honorable mention. That's the driver of the day, isn't it? It's driver of the day, Lance Stroll. Our honorable mention will be Esteban Ocon, and just. <laughs> Another honourable mention will be Lewis Hamilton just having the whole 
just dominating that whole race from start <laughs> to <the field. laughs> Okay. Uh, Wait, these, these these comments are ridiculous. Um, I, Martin, I, I respect your little monologue on Stroll, but I'm sorry, it's just, it has to go to Alonso. I don't like Alonso. Alonso, I don't like him. I don't like him. You can't even pronounce joke properly. Yeah, like I can't stand Alonso. Like he's just an annoying guy. And when he turned around in Hungary and turned around and was to Max, like said, yeah. I did everything I could to hold up Hamilton. I knew this guy is just still got Hamilton living in his head rent free. So yeah. I can't stand I, I can't stand the guy, but I have to respect his performance today, man. Come on, P3 was, was quality. Is his beef with the FIA? Like that guy hates the FIA as much as I do. That that beef was just a dumbest beef, man. That man's not beefing over um I can understand why he's beefing because Massey and the FIA they haven't been clear on um track limits. Even this track, they're saying, okay, you can use a curb, you can use the section a bit over, but this guy trying to push it, man. Like, bro, just stick to the track limits. If they who tell who you, are we talking about now? Stay in the road. Stay in the road. They tell you, who are you oh, talking about? Alonso? Alonso, yeah. So yeah. he's complaining about um, track limits, essentially, with the FIA. All right, and, and Mazepin Award, who's that going to? Gasly? I think uh, I have a tire in general, bro. I have, like, five. So my first one would be all the team strategists because they all yeah hundred percent hundred percent they the strategists are definitely on on the watch number two the FIA like absolutely longing out decisions and just yeah just another stinker um George Russell you finish behind a house buddy oh, this is a gender man oh, well. um <laughs> Bottas. Had a stinker as well. That start was what it was horrid. And Perez, honestly, another stinker from him as well. So those are my five Mazepins. But I want to speak a bit about the FIA as well, yeah, because like they properly longed out this whole penalty thing. I know he's touched on it at the start, but that was kind of jarring because it's like you made it stretch over two days, and all of a sudden it's like no further action necessary which is which is disgusting obviously yeah horner has been a little bitch the whole weekend um but yeah you touched on something Ma- um martin russell got lapped no not lapped he got overtaken by Haas, right he finished behind a house yeah he finished behind the house finished behind um you got um so yeah he finished behind the house Oh, yeah, yeah, you just finished behind the house. That's all I remember. Like, I don't, I don't remember anything else, but I remember you finished behind the house. I looked as long as, uh, as long as it fits the agenda, that's all that matters, isn't it, Martin? Exactly. And he, and he got lapped by Mick. That's it. Yeah, got lapped by Mick. He got lapped by a house. (laughs) That's it. So, what's his agenda then? That's the difference going to be battling Lewis next year, you know, boy. <clears throat> so, so what's his agenda, Martin? Huh? What's his what's his uh, Russell agenda then? <laughs> just George Russell, mate. I'm just a hater. There's no, there's no, there's no other thing to say about it. I'm just so, do you reckon he's gonna do better than? Do you reckon he's gonna do better than Bottas then? Nope. No, I feel he'll probably do the same. I think it'll take time to settle in at the Merc next year. I feel like everyone, especially with the new cars, but. I don't think he'll do better than 
but what Bias has done this year. But maybe the year after he might get on to do better things. But for now, he's just gonna be he's just gonna be little old George. That's it. Little old George. Um he's, he's, he's not old, he's he's quite young. So he's 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 got time on his side, but let's see. Mercedes put their stocks in him, so let's see what happens. He's never winning a world championship. I don't think he's ever winning a world championship. As long as Lewis is on the grid, I don't want anyone else to win a world championship apart from Lewis. Then hopefully it'll be Leclerc that takes the mantle off him. Kwame, <laughs> who's your who's your Mazepin of the day? Um, I'll give it to Alpha Tawi team. Um, just for their strategy and just for them fumbling. Both a podium finish and a point position for Yuki. They did both of them. So yeah, I'll give it to Alpha Tawi. And Luke, Yuki's fallen off, yeah. Like, I don't know. This guy had an amazing start no, to the year. He had, he had a good start, but he hasn't fallen off. He's had a good start for he had, he's had a good season as a rookie. Like, people want to talk about Yuki a lot. And, like, of course, he was explosive. And what the talk from him coming up from F2 to F1, everyone's expecting big things from him. But I feel like people got to remember he is a rookie. Like, Bro, it's his first season. Okay. He hasn't performed that badly. He's he's outperforming all the teams um, that he should do at the moment. So he's better than the Williams. He's doing better than the Williams drivers. He's doing better than the um, uh, what's it called, the uh, Alfa Romeos, and he's doing better than the Haas. He's okay. not like he's disappointing me. He's ahead of yeah. all of those drivers. Yuki's doing it. Yuki, he's he struggled this year. He's had his problems, but especially in the last couple of races, he's really starting to. Find some form, and he's and he's performing well. And listen, he's had a decent season for a rookie. He's not been the best, but compared to the other rookies on the grid, he's not spinning around. And I don't care he's what kind of a lot. these men are always he's... spinning around, causing red flags, yellow flags, double yellows. Um, but Yuki's not doing any of those things. Yuki's just like he's just driving his fight, doing it, doing his thing, and driving his right, driving his race. That's it. But, bro, but that's that's just it. I'm checking the points totals now. Like, Gazi's got 92 points, yeah? Yuki's got 20 points. So, of the, all the points that Alpha Tori have collected, Yuki's only got about 20% of them. Yuki's behind both Aston Martins, both Alpines in the driver's standings. Like, you would probably expect a little bit... like a five-year veteran. He's been in bro, that car Gazi's, seat. Bro, <laughs> he's got five times more points than him. It doesn't matter. He's, he's, exactly, he's been here for five years longer. He's been in that car for how long? I'm <laughs> shameless, man. It's cool. Like, what, 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 what do you want Yuki to do? What do you want Yuki to Just do? Just a little Yuki, bit better. You're doing fine. Keep it up, Yuki. You will do a lot better next season. And big things are coming for him. He's a future world champion. Mark my words. <laughs> future world champion. Future world champion. <laughs> Uh, Guys, I, I was ready to lock off the stream about 15 minutes ago, and now we decided to do Driver of the Day Mazepin Award. And I'm, 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 I'm hearing George Russell slander. I'm, I'm listen, now hearing Yuki don't finish behind the Haas, you know. Yuki didn't huh? get lapped by Haas. That he, that, that, listen, but other drivers are. Listen. Oh, good. Uh, guys, it's been a pleasure as ever. Let us know what you think about the pod. Let us know what you think of the YouTube live. If you're watching this back later, yeah, give us a like, subscribe, get in the comments, follow us at pitstopfracker. Um, until next time, guys, peace. Safe. Bye, guys. Thanks a lot, guys. 
Sports Social Podcast Network.